welcome to Bolt Camp Free Speech Podcast. I'm Alex, one of the solicitors in the Spinal Injuries team, and I'm joined today by a very special guest, Zoe Fox, the founder of the Girl Power Podcast. Welcome, Zoe. It's great to have you. Hi, Alex. Thank you for inviting me on. I wanted to talk to you, Zoe, today about something that I really feel passionate about, and that's Horatia's Garden Charity um, and your experience of it during your spinal rehabilitation. Um, And I thought I would um, start by perhaps giving a bit of a background to how we met, uh, at least from my perspective. I was volunteering at Horatia's Garden Stanmore when I think you were undergoing your rehabilitation there. And and we had a, a lovely chat, I remember, in the garden one day about gardening. Yeah. And then we connected on social media. And that's how I found out about your podcast. And I'm not much of a podcast listener myself, but I got completely hooked up and just could not yeah. stop listening. And I would certainly encourage anyone listening right now to to go and have a little listen because there are some really powerful pieces there and I think Zoe you say in in one of the podcasts or in the intro that um, you're very passionate about overcoming challenges and and being the best version of yourself which really resonates with me and I thought I would just perhaps start with you know how how the podcast came to be the you know, the, the sort of inspiration behind it. Yeah. Well, I've always had quite a lot to say <laughs> on different subjects and things like that. And um, I actually started it in the during the pandemic. And that was after I'd had my spinal cord injury as a result of cordial syndrome. And I just thought, you know what? Let's just do it. Let's just push through the discomfort because it's something that I'd wanted to do for a while but I was a little bit anxious about sort of getting it started and you know was getting caught up with the technicals and 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 not knowing how to do things but actually my injury has sort of helped me to overcome a lot of the things that were holding me back before it's given me quite a lot of confidence in um in a strange kind of a way Mm. so that was the the motivation to get the podcast started I think I think it's it's really great to sort of hear it um, from your end, and I, I know from from listening that, that that it was started as you said after your injury and in the midst of pandemic, which must have been just another layer of difficulty, uh, perhaps for someone else. But but that actually inspired you and and triggered you to 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 do this amazing podcast, which which I think is great and. You know, it's it sort of, I suppose, in some ways, similar to Horatio's garden journeys that, that we both had, I suppose, because I, when I was thinking about it, you probably, for the first time, came across Horatio's garden in the pandemic. Um, I started my volunteering in the pandemic as well. And so I thought perhaps the next thing to, for us to talk about is that Horatia's garden journey, how, how we got to know them and um, um, to, to find out about them. And, and you started in, um, so obviously uh, that was Horatia's garden, Stanmore, for you. Yeah. And am I right in thinking that would have been earlier this year? Yeah, that was, I started my stint in rehab in May 
through till June. So it took me about 13 months after the point of my injury, actually, to finally get into rehab. And then, yeah, I was I was brought into Stanmore and I discovered the beautiful Horatio's Gardens um, while I was an inpatient at the Spinal Injuries Unit at Stanmore. Great. And did you know about Horatio's Garden before you started your rehab? No, I didn't actually. I, I, I had no idea about it. Yeah, I was reading, yeah. um, I think it may have been in one of your episodes where you were talking about um, being offered a place um, at Stanmore, um, which obviously um, came um, a bit later than I suppose one one would have wanted af- after the injury. Um, yeah. Um, and, you know, that, that, that you were a bit anxious and apprehensive about it, given that it was happening in the midst of pandemic where, you know, it's the thought of being separated from your loved ones as well. And and I can just imagine what it must have felt like. But do you feel that if you had known about Horatia's garden being there, would that have helped in any way? Well, I think at the time, yeah, knowing anything would have helped. It was just all of those sort of uncertainties and, just a little bit of a, a lack of knowing and understanding about what was going on. Your head sort of makes up things, doesn't it? So yeah. I think it would have been nice to have known that Horatio's garden had existed. Um, and I think it would have just been nice to have had a little bit more information in general about what I might be expecting from rehab. Yeah. What I wanted to um, sort of touch upon next, perhaps, is thinking about the highlights of um Horatia's garden for you um, during your rehabilitation was there anything there in particular that kind of you know kept you going kept you being motivated to to do the hard work which I know rehab can be yeah yeah well I I just I fell in love with the gardens there uh, because I live in a flat I'm on the third floor so I don't really oh I don't have any outside space so, um, but I love nature and I love being outside. I love plants and flowers and all of that sort of stuff. So when I got there and um, I had access to a wheelchair as well, which gave me some freedom that I hadn't had for the last sort of 13 months with my restricted mobility. Yeah. So I was just sort of whizzing around the gardens, really exploring and taking it all in and like the pods that are there as well that are amazing. So you Absolutely. can get yeah, get out of your room, get into the pods, have they're, they're space also there so, to yourself. They're so colourful, aren't they? They're very inviting with those vibrant colours, I think. Yeah, they're lovely um, and nice and warm as well. And um, just yeah, it's just good to have that space to reflect. I even went out there to do some um, meditating and you can have your private calls there. And when we were allowed visitors, cause, because of the pandemic, we were allowed visitors only in the garden socially distant yeah so it was nice to be able to have some space to um host visitors as well although unfortunately my daughter wasn't allowed to come because um children weren't allowed uh right. just because they they struggled to socially distance and yeah it would have yeah. been hard to have not given her a great big hug mm. so it was sort of hard to be separated mm. but it was just really nice to i eat well i was lucky the time that i was there we had quite a lot of good weather as well so I was able to um, top up the town <laughs> and I really enjoyed sort of eating my meals outside and 
if the nurses were ever looking for me, they'd know that they'd be able to find me out in the gardens there and just watching the cycle and stuff of the plants, you know, different things changing just in the short time that I was there. And the amazing head gardener, Ashley, as well. Who, Isn't um, he just great? He's brilliant. <laughs> he's just brilliant. So it was really good to meet him and, and Tracy as well, um, who is somebody else who works in the gardens. And I was able to do some really good stuff with Tracy. Like we made a teddy bear for my daughter, which I was know, really cool. I think I saw a picture of it somewhere. It was so lovely. Yeah, it was so good to be able to do that. Um, so Tracy cut out the pattern for me and I was able to sit in a pod and sew that up with the sewing machine. Um, and that was really nice to be able to leave hospital um, when my daughter came to meet me, have something for her to let her know that, you know, she was always in my thoughts while I was there. I also made some lavender bags as well, which was absolutely divine. Um, stuff with dried lavender. Tracy helped me to do those as well. Yeah, I remember um, that. I think uh, we were selling some, and I suppose some might have been made by, who knows, maybe even, you know, there were some made by you that uh, made their way to Chelsea Flower Show when we had the exhibition. And so we, oh, sold, yeah. we sold quite a few, and they were just amazing, lovely, They're lovely. fragrance. Yeah, I've got one next to my bed. <laughs> <laughs> good, good reminder of, of uh, Horatia's garden. Yeah, and, and the really nice fabrics as well. And I think Tracy said that there was um, an artist, a local artist that prints the fabrics and stuff as well. So there's these really beautiful floral design fabrics. So just, the floral theme just flows from the garden into the activities and stuff. Another thing that I got to do as well, which I really enjoyed, was make some jewellery out of glass. Oh, I'm glad you're saying that because I was definitely going to ask you if you, if you have had a chance because I've done one of those uh, and oh, I've never so cool. had done anything like that before and I thought oh it's just not going to work you know but it did yeah. and it, uh, um, I made little key rings for my boys uh, and they they love them because they're all sparkly oh, so cool. yeah <laughs> what did you it was make a really good activity I made a necklace oh. uh, it, it's sort of like a triangular shape with all different like there was um, some blues and golds and pinks it was yeah, it was beautiful. And I also got to make uh, like a leaf because they're doing a mural there mm. made out of, um, they're encouraging people to make these leaves out of glass that they're going to um, assemble on a mural at some point. So I got to make a nice little leaf to go on, on the mural, which obviously I didn't get to keep, but um, had a nice picture to see what it turned out like after it had been fired. So um, that was cool. Well, so I'm yeah, sure, just I'm to sure. have that space. Yeah. Do all of that stuff. It was just an amazing distraction, really, from yeah, the mundane elements of spinal injury rehabilitation. Exactly. And it's great that there are almost like two sides and two different, I suppose, atmospheres that you've got the, the south and the north, and they're slightly yeah. different. Uh, one's a bit more vibrant, I suppose, and um, and the other one's a bit more reflective. Um um, yeah. And just as you say, just being there, and and actually, I've always, whenever I go, um, I'm amazed at the number of birds and parakeets, and you know, oh, it's just something I don't think I've experienced song. in central. Well, it's not central London, but you know, in London, and yeah, they seem to be attracted. The bird song was amazing. Yeah, a lot of the time when I was on the phone to people um, in the garden, people were always commenting on the the bird sound and 
in the background and just so beautiful. I used to love getting up early in the morning and, and coming straight outside and meditating and just listening to the sound of the birds. It is very healing. Yeah, so tranquil, mm. isn't it? Mm. And it's also, I think, from my perspective, certainly, um, I started volunteering, I think, probably around March of, of this year. And, uh, you know, and sort of I was in a full swing of things when uh, when I met you there. And I just felt like such a sense of community that Ashley and, and Tracy have just managed to create there that it's caring and just just being very mindful of of, um, everyone there and appreciating Mm. I think that's what I found really so inspiring that I went there and you know sometimes the little things that I did like cleaning the windows of one of the pods uh, and 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 having that work appreciated or baking a cake for one of the live music events I don't know whether you were there when they when they had them, because um, I think yeah, it's we usually had, the bank um, holiday weekends. Yeah, I was there for the bank holiday weekend, and we had the steel drum, which was really oh, nice. Oh, yes, so I remember, that was my first one, and I was blown away by it. I think it was just uh, such a soothing you know, type of music. I think I definitely needed it. A nice little Caribbean vibe, and yeah. then we had um, elderflower, cordial, and yes. cake, and... The sun was beating down and, you know, we're all outside in our in our chairs or, you know, people were brought out in their beds and stuff. And, yeah, it's just really nice to be able to sort of get lost. And I think the, the good thing that Horatio's Garden did for me was just to help me to be really present yeah. in the moment and, um, yeah, just appreciative of, of sights and sounds and... Yeah, something outside of the injury, really. Yeah, because I suppose it's so. It it must be so difficult when you're sort of inside um, the hospital, and you know, I all I can judge it by is those sort of little moments pass, passing by and 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 seeing that that completely different, cold and clinical environment that you know um, sort of smells of hospital, I suppose, um, yeah. and and might actually bring lots of other thoughts about you know and discussions about things um and you it's a way of escaping I suppose being in the garden and just being present in the moment like like you say and what did people think of the because I suppose that's another thing that unless you're there um and sort of experience and see for yourself for others it, it you know it's such a I suppose foreign thought, you know, not really knowing, and actually you this you have this amazing garden, which is I suppose not what people expect. Not at all. People are like, "Are you sure you're in hospital? <laughs> like this place looks amazing." <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah, it was good to be able to sort of um, yeah just give a little bit of an insight really into what it's like on the ward and in the garden, and you know just the space that you've got to sort of reflect and think and. And get away from things because you know you're in you're in hospital as well. You're you're sharing a room. You're not yeah. necessarily sharing a room with your like your best friends or anything. Mm. So you know you do need your space as yeah. well. So um, yeah, garden very special to me. Mm. I I always think about you know what it would have been like you know for people like you and who who are there undergoing rehabilitation, particularly in the pandemic, if that garden 
was not there because it obviously it's a it's a fairly new garden isn't it I think it was built mm. um, actually finished in in the pandemic in I think in August or September of 20, 2020 yeah and it must have been just such a needed like obviously there are got like I've I've been to the garden in Salisbury Horatia's garden in Salisbury which is probably one of the um, more long standing ones but having that garden being made available to to everyone who needed it in the pandemic where you know family visits were restricted yeah it must have been just I, yeah i mean i i, I can A absolutely <laughs> absolutely i remember when we um had a chat and i think it was just before you were you were looking forward to being discharged yeah. i think you said um that uh, you were hoping to sort of have a little little garden patch or, or, or something and I know that you mentioned that you were you were uh, living in a in a flat um, but that you know you were hoping to bring a little bit of that Horatia's garden atmosphere and gardening home to share with your family as well have you been able to do that well I literally bought before I left one of the little pots of plants and stuff so <laughs> we've got one of those on the window ledge but what it did encourage me to do actually after I was discharged is just to you know, make the effort to get down all of the stairs because there is like a front garden outside mm. of the property. It's not exactly an ideal, it's not Horatio's garden <laughs> by any stretch, but um, there is like a little patch of grass and there are trees there and stuff. So I started venturing downstairs with my daughter just because she's now old enough to walk down the stairs herself. Yeah. So we, we'd go out and I'd sit on the steps and she'd just sort of play and I'd, I'd take like a big bottle of water in a backpack with me and a bowl so she could just splash in the bowl and we'd watch the birds and stuff. Oh, so I just bet trying she to loves make it. the most of it. Oh yeah, she did. Obviously she not did, not not, we, not in the current weather, but uh, when, when yeah. the weather was still warm enough to do that. Yeah, it was nice. It inspired me just to push myself back that little bit further really and, and, and make the most of the little space that we do have available. Yeah. Well it's been great speaking with you Zoe and sharing those experiences and the journeys that we had in terms of Horatia's garden different journeys but I think you know uh, Horatia's garden certainly has had a positive impact on on both of our lives and in different ways but um, yeah thank you so much for joining me today uh, it's been thank a pleasure speaking with you and till, till the next time, I suppose, whenever that might yeah. be. Yeah, thank you so much, Alex. Brilliant.